and welcome to Within the Gray. I'm Jackie. And I'm Libby. And together we attempt to work through the messiness of modern adult life. So as we mentioned before, both of us are very much in the trenches of motherhood. When we are still in the brainstorming phase of the topics we wanted to cover, breastfeeding versus formula was at the top of that list. Both of us had very different experience, though, in this area, landing on opposite sides of the spectrum when it came to feeding our sons during their first year of life. However, that being said, even being on opposite ends of the spectrum, we both feel that there's not nearly enough conversation and support around this topic in general. So, Jackie, why don't you tell us a little bit about your thoughts and approaches surrounding nursing while you were pregnant? So, uh, like many first-time moms and first-time parents in general... My husband and I took a what a prenatal class. What are, what are those called? Baby classes. Baby classes. Okay, we're going to call it they baby were class. referred to as Lama's classes in the past. Well, there you go. Baby classes. Yes. So we took a baby class, and um, when we were taking that class, it was never said that like phrase like "breast is best," right? But it was definitely insinuated a lot, and it was just assumed that everyone in the class was going to be nursing um, or was going to be breastfeeding, which I didn't really have a problem with because I 100% was going into it being like, yeah, I'm going to breastfeed like my mom breastfed. Um, You do hear a lot of all of the benefits that there is to breastfeeding, which there are a ton of them. It, it, you know, our bodies do this for a reason. Mm -hmm. Um, so I went into it very much assuming that this was going to work for me, that I really wanted to try it. And also of the mindset of it's a heck of a lot cheaper than buying formula. Um, so that's kind of where I was at before actually experiencing it. Um, and while I was pregnant and to be honest, um, like I said, my mom, nursed all of us, um, which I don't really remember. I remember my youngest sister a little bit, but other than that, I don't really remember much, but I do like, I have a very big family. So like all my cousins and stuff, and just whenever I've come into contact with a new mom, that's something that I've witnessed like multiple times, you know, like it's just was very common for me to see and so I didn't really think too much about it other than, well, yeah, I'm, I'm going to do that. That's just what you do. So that's kind of where I was at um, before actually having my son. What about you? So I have a little bit different of a background. So my mom did not nurse me. My mom had a pretty hard labor and kind of was just like, I'm done. Like her gift to herself was like, I, we're just going to do formula. I did the hard <laughs> part. I'm not going to. I'm I'm done. And so she formula fed me and my sister. Um, I'm like one of the younger cousins in my family. So like I don't I only remember one aunt nursing and mm-hmm. like very faint. So I didn't really have a lot of experience with nursing. So I went into pregnancy. I always said when I was like a teenager and in college, I was like, I am not breastfeeding. Like I just supported this human for nine months like. No, but then like when you actually get pregnant, you're like, okay, there are a lot of benefits to it. It, You know, our bodies do do it for a reason. As the great comic Ali Wong said, if it is for free, it is for me. <laughs> <laughs> so that's definitely a huge benefit. Right. Oh, yeah. Um, 
So I was very nervous though, because like I said, I didn't have a lot of family members who breastfed right. that like I remembered or mm-hmm. I experienced. So I like didn't even know if I could do it mm-hmm. because my mom just didn't. So I was like, what if I'm one of those women that you hear that like they don't, right? Their, their body doesn't. So I was like really nervous about that. I was like, I'm going to give it my best shot. I was like, I'm just going to go for it. I'm going to see how it goes. I did not have high expectations for myself. I was, I went into it being like, I might totally fail at this. Mm-hmm. And I like had, I remember like getting formula while I was still pregnant being like, just in just case. In case. <laughs> um, so, but like in those classes, cause I took similar classes, like my nurse was like, breast is bad. And like, she actually said that. Yeah. Oh yeah. And she was like, every one of you needs to try it. And it was just kind of like very like culty almost yeah. the way she was like, do it uh-huh. so I was like okay um so I heard that phrase a lot I had friends who had kids and they were just like try it out see what happens you know mm-hmm. you don't need to have high expectations my doctor brought up a few times when I was pregnant she was like are you planning on it and I was like I am and she's like it's really beneficial for you as a mom and for the baby she brought up a few times so like I could tell like she wanted me to try mm-hmm. I was basically like trying to tell the universe I'm gonna try it right like get off my back <laughs> about it. Um, but I was like so nervous about it. And like I've said in previous episodes, like my mind focuses on something almost to point of obsession. So like I did all the classes, you know, I watched countless YouTube videos over it. I like read several articles being like, how do I get this to be successful? Like what are the steps I need to take? And I like went into it being like, I'm going to know everything I possibly can know. Mm-hmm. So that way I can give it my like 100% best effort mm-hmm. and at least say like I did everything I could. Right. So that was kind of like my mindset during pregnancy was okay. like, let's plan, let's prepare. <laughs> Very you. Let's, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's like, let's just like try it and see how it goes. So then I had my son and literally like I remember delivering him and then being like looking at my nurse and being like so when do I put him on (laughs) and she was like so we're still taking care of you so he can wait and I was like but I've read that like the sooner you get them on the more successful you she's like it's it's gonna be you were like ready he's out let's go I was like (laughs) I've read that as soon as they come out and she's like it's okay it's okay and like I was really concerned about like him latching because like I've read like you know, they can have like a lip tie or a tongue mm-hmm. tie and they could not latch. And like my niece had, I think, a lip or a tongue tie. Mm-hmm. And like that's why she didn't latch super well. And her sister had one, but she did. And so I was like, oh, my gosh, does he have a tongue tie or a lip tie? Like mm-hmm. right away. I don't know what I'm looking for. I'm not a medical professional. And yeah, I'm like <laughs> trying to look at the inside of my newborn's mouth being like, oh. he did end up latching pretty well. However, the first couple of days after he was born, he was really sleepy. Well, Understandable. He was just born. He, it, it was a big event for him. It was. So he just like didn't want to. Mm-hmm. He just wasn't hungry because like after they're born, they like, gosh, they need like the smallest amount because right. they still have all those like nutrients from from you. you. Yep. So he just like wasn't hungry, and just like wasn't latching. Not because he had a bad latch. He was just like, I'm not hungry. And to be fair. It takes a lot of effort from it takes a, a little guy for them. or a little gal so, to but, like eat. <laughs> so then I was like, oh my gosh, he 
like he's going to starve. Right. Mm -hmm. Because that's where your mind goes. Absolutely. Where your mind goes. So I was like really worried about getting help right away. Mm -hmm. Like we, I mean, like, gosh, they were like wheeling me to like the mom recovery room. And I was like, can I get a lactation consultant? (laughs) I mean, I must have asked every single nurse who saw me for a lactation consultant because I was like, why did you get you're telling me to feed him ever no one has taught me how to do this right. and you're just expecting me to mm-hmm. be like okay i think there needs to be a lactation consultant in the delivery room with you to be like girl let me show you how it's done and i think that they need to be one of those like medical staff that, that would be incredibly there. helpful because like as a first-time mom you're like okay it's terrifying you're like i just put them on Right. Or like you have people describe it. They're like, they open their mouth really big and you slam them on. And you're just like, what does slamming look like? What? (laughs) What? So, so I mean, I definitely was like, I need help. So the first lactation consultant came to my room and she was like, she, I am sure she's a lovely human being. She left me in tears because my son, like I said, was sleepy mm-hmm. he did not want to latch mm-hmm. he was like mom i'm really tired and i was like please so like and then like my milk hadn't come in mm-hmm. so like i'm not getting a lot out like right. i couldn't hand express anything so then i was like oh my gosh like i i will not be able to produce milk and she was just like was not helpful basically told me i was doing it wrong in so many words and that's exactly what a new mom needs to hear yeah this is like he's less than 24 hours out oh gosh i am like super hormonal mm-hmm. right because like once again uh-huh. less than 24 hours out so she leaves the room and i just like melt into tears and it like left my husband in tears too because he was like oh my gosh like my wife is you know she's right. trying right she's trying to feed him right he's just not wanting to so then I had wonderful night nurses that night and they were like, how'd your lactation consultant appointment go? And I was like, honestly, horrible. And they asked me who it was and I told them and they were like, oh. so they're like, <laughs> girl, we know of a better one tomorrow that's going to come in. So that one came in and she was a godsend and she was like, no, he's just tired. Like you're doing everything right. And that's right. so helpful it just was. to hear that. Like you're not doing anything wrong. No. He's tired, which is fine. Yeah. She's like, he's like 48 hours old. Like you're, you're a 48 hour mom. Mm -hmm. Like it's okay. You are trying and you're doing everything. She made me feel so much more confident. Oh, that's so good. It was like, I recommend her to like every (laughs) single person who I know delivered at the hospital. I deliver. I'm like, dude, as for this lactation consultant, I still remember her name and the nickname that the nurses called her. I'm like, ask if she's on, get her to your room because she's wonderful. So after (laughs) that, um, I actually went home. My milk came in the night we got home. And like I described it to people, it felt like a stampede in my boobs. <laughs> it was it was unreal. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's happening. Um, and so I think the next day I had another lactation consultant. Appoint- Guys, like I said, I was like, I need help. I have no idea what I'm doing. I need to be taught because I'm a teacher. I'm like, I need to be taught. So I had another lactation consultant appointment because I needed to know how to figure out my pump. Mm -hmm. I had no idea how to work a pump Mm -hmm. and they do. Yep. So I went to that appointment. Lovely woman. So supportive. They weighed him before and after. She's like, yes, he's for sure getting some. Like he is actually Mm -hmm. receiving nutrition from you. She showed me how to work my pump. I was like, thank you so much she was like an older she was so gentle and so nice um she like didn't rush me at all because when they're that little they take like forever forever like 45 minutes at least and you're just sitting there 
<laughs> you're like, like are, you oh, you're not done. are you done no you're not done so or they like fall asleep halfway and they're and like wait wait, like, wait 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 i'm not done like, i'm not done to, like flick their heels <laughs> to be like no 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 you're not done so um that was like my whole experience those first couple days i will say that i was really sore mm-hmm like I was bleeding. I had like cracked nipples. Oh gosh. I was, it was bad. I tried those like ointments and stuff. I didn't like them though. Cause they felt really gunky to me. And mm-hmm. then like I'm putting my baby on it and mm-hmm. then he's getting all of that. And I'm just like, is this healthy for him? Um, it was very painful. And I like, told the nurses cause they asked me and I was like, it's painful. And they're like, I just had those two beautiful night nurses. They looked at me and they're just like, listen, it's going to suck. For two weeks. And yeah. It's going to suck. But like after that. It shouldn't suck anymore. And so I was like okay. So I kind of in my mind was like. Two weeks. Mm -hmm. It's going to be the worst thing ever. I can do this for 14 days. So then. It did. It sucked. How about you? How about. How was your kind of experience. That first week after having him. So. In the hospital after having him, um, I was the same way in the sense of I wanted to get him on as soon as possible because, mm-hmm. again, like you hear like that's very important, skin to skin, all of that good mm-hmm. stuff. Um, and he actually did a pretty good job the first couple times I fed him, which was kind of crazy because his pediatrician came in to you know check on him and stuff yeah and this was after I had fed him a couple times and she was like oh he has a tongue tie like we need to fix that and I was like oh okay she's like have you had problems like nursing him and I was like no like he was actually doing pretty and good some babies it affects and some babies yeah it I don't know I think it's the severity of the tie like my son yeah. has a lip tie he still has it um, I think it's just the severity of the tie that can Which, affect it. It's kind of funny because it wasn't his lip. It was his tongue. Okay. And you can actually see it's like, you know how you have that little like skin thing underneath yeah. your tongue? Well, it was too far up and it pulled the middle of his tongue back. So his his tongue is like heart shaped. Really? Because it's pulled in the middle. Well, my husband has the same thing. Oh, like, so it's definitely has, genetic. Yes, it is. So I'm like, oh, well, and I asked my mother-in-law, I was like, did Luke have a tongue tie? And she was like, yeah, they cut his tongue. Like, cause they do that. They just, they just underneath it. it. Yep. Um, so yeah, anyways, back to the point, he did have a tongue tie. It didn't seem to affect anything like when I was feeding him, but they fixed that. Um, he did pretty decent in the hospital for the most part. Again, like baby's just trying to figure out what they're doing. Um, they don't know. I was very nervous about pumping because I had, well, I mean, you had had um, your son exactly nine months before me mm-hmm. or eight months, whatever. And so I had seen like your whole pumping experience and everything. And so I was like, I'm going to have to pump like that's something that I'm going to have to do. So I yeah. need to know how to do this. Um, and they have one in the hospital, it's but it's not, not no, and it's not the one that I had at home. And yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna have to and relearn it's like a this. Hospital grade one, and right. yeah, like I said, every like every pump is different, and so like pumping at the hospital is not helpful. Exactly, because I'm like, I have a totally Unless different machine the exact at home, one, which you're not going no. to because it's the hospital grade pump. So that's what I was really nervous about that, and just making sure he was getting enough food. I was very nervous about that. Yeah. Like, I remember I specifically being like, I like you I need to see a lactation consultant like I cannot leave this hospital without knowing that I can feed my kid which 
again, there's always formula. Like you can feed that, like your kid's not going to starve. But especially when you have that in the back of your mind, like the breast is best and this is what's best for my kid, then it it makes the choice of formula kind of like taboo. Like you don't yeah. want to have to go to it. So yeah. In your head, if you can't do this, your baby's going to starve. When that, like, I mean, that's where your mind goes. It, it does. It really does. Hormones. So that's kind of where I was in the hospital when we first got home. He did a decent job like any newborn does. Um, I was also in a lot of pain. Um, but again, like that's pretty much expected for I moms. Mean, like, I mean, not to be TMI, but like. Your nipples are not used to that kind of action. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Like, they're not. They're not. And so, like, you go from, like, nothing to, like, constantly being, like, nommed on. And then, like, then they get, like, wet and then dry. And then there's chafing. It's just a lot. It's just a lot. It's just a lot. So, after that first week, let's say, I don't know, let's go first three months, um, I was absolutely miserable like it was it was just terrible and I I was having such a hard time he progressively got more stubborn about latching um he was constantly screaming like just always mad and it was like a mad that he was hungry well and when they get that inconsolable they don't want to latch no and it was just I mean So he was crying all the time. I knew he was hungry. I didn't know how much he was getting. So I was pumping like crazy so I could like see how much he was getting to make Mm -hmm. sure, you know, like, oh, you're getting food. But um, on top of that, since he clearly wasn't getting enough, I'm like, okay, well, I somehow need to produce more milk. And so I was eating all of the things like what oatmeal and um, brewer's yeast, brewer's yeast, um, flaxseed, all of the stuff. And I've mentioned can help. Yes. (laughs) The yeast. (laughs) But with all of that, like I mentioned in a previous episode that my stomach is a joke. And so adding all of this to my system, like made me feel and food. Yeah. It made me feel so sick all the time. Like I just literally felt like a balloon, like on top of like having all this water weight and trying Mm -hmm. to deflate from having a baby. I just felt so gross all of the time from eating all of this stuff that I wouldn't typically eat. So that was miserable. It did work. Like my supply did go up, but I'm just like, holy moly, like I'm, am I going to have to do this like forever? So that was pretty miserable. Um, And then, like, I would say maybe a month in, I was still having a really hard time. I was in a lot of pain, like constant pain. And I brought it up to my doctor and I went to, they had like a, you're the one that recommended this to me. They had a like breastfeeding support group class, Mm -hmm. which was awesome. It was just a bunch of moms there that all were getting help from lactation consultants. It's in a very like babies. casual setting where you can like meet right. moms and you can kind of like talk about the struggles you've had. Right. It, and it was great. But I remember going and like bringing up like I'm in a lot of pain and just kind of being told like, yeah, like it hurts sometimes. And I'm like, OK, it shouldn't though after like the it first hurts two sometimes. Weeks. Right. It shouldn't. And no. I mean, it wasn't. And I think what was getting confused was I wasn't 
specifying that like, no, like I'm always in pain. Yeah. Like it's not just when I'm feeding my son. No, like it's not just like, oh, like at the beginning you're like, eh. no, it's like all the time. Not, like not even when I'm feeding him. I'm walking around. I am sitting. I'm standing. I'm laying down. I'm shower. Like showering was miserable. And I was just like, OK, like this is what nursing is. And I tried all of the creams, all of the everything. And it was just so terrible. So finally made a um, made an appointment with a lactation consultant like a month and a half in, I want to say, went in and she was like, it looks like he has thrush and you have an infection, which is why you're in so much pain. And I was like, OK, well, at least there's a reason. Answer. But at yeah. that point, it was like I couldn't even put him on because it was so painful. Oh, so I was like, OK, well, I still really want to try this. So I'm going to just pump like that's all I'm going to do. I'm going to pump and like then feed him the bottle. Yeah, you're going to have what, what I pump. exclusively pump. Yes, exactly. Which sounded great at first. Um, however, because he had thrush and I had an infection I had to every time I pumped I had to sterilize all of all of the parts and, and there are a lot there are so many parts there are so many and the fact that they eat and some of them are so small yes Ugh. but and they eat every two to three hours and my son was like two and a half hours yeah it I mean, nights that's like were, every bottle. That's every single time. That's your. Yeah. Like, but I mean, nights were miserable because yeah. the whole process of me pumping and then getting a bottle and feeding him and then sterilizing everything. That's like two would hours. take an hour and a half to yeah. two hours. And by the time I was finished, I would maybe get an hour top sleep before the whole process that's started not over again. It was it was miserable. So I did that for probably a few more weeks and I just talked to my husband and I'm like, I can't, I can't do this anymore. No, it's I not am sustainable. It's not. And I wasn't getting any sleep. My anxiety was through the roof because that was something else that I had mentioned to you that. So when you, uh, when you are breastfeeding mm -hmm. and your baby latches, you have a letdown and they, they start eating. Right. And so, Typically, what's supposed to happen is that's like you get all the bonding hormones then. Breastfeeding yep. is supposed to be bonding. And so all those hormones are released into your body. And it's just like, oh, good feeling. I love my baby. We're bonding. Mm -hmm. But and you're the one that brought this up to me. Some women don't respond that way to the hormone dump that's yeah. in their body. Their, bo their brain just like doesn't right. receive that like the bonding. And it's called I looked it up before this episode. It's called it's D dash M E R. So I'm going to call it D mare, <laughs> but I like it. I'm here it's for it. basically the idea that when you have a letdown, instead of you having these bonding feelings, you get like an adrenaline dump and it's like anxiety inducing and just a lot of, a lot of anxiety. Like every time I would pump or feed my son, I would, it would feel literally like a wave would come over me of just like, panic and nervousness and I just could and I couldn't settle down and I was like this isn't what I'm supposed to be feeling and so on top of everything else that I was going through it was literally I would get so anxious coming up to like the time that I'm supposed to feed him or I'm yeah. supposed to pump because I you knew know that you're gonna get that I was feeling. gonna get that feeling yep. yeah so it was just it was not great. I'm not going to lie. My Clearly, my breastfeeding experience was not great. Um, and it really wasn't something that I was expecting because everyone else that I had seen gone through it 
had a pretty decent experience with Run it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Or I didn't like, well, honestly, you were the only one that I had like close experience with, mm-hmm. like my best friend with my mom. Like I wasn't asking my mom how it was going. No. You know, I was also seven at the time that I could remember you're, that. Yeah, you're not going to be thinking. And about I'm not asking my relatives. So no, you were the only one that I knew like an actual experience with and so I was like well okay that's kind of how it goes wrong no that is not how it went for me so I think what we're learning overall (laughs) is that you should not compare yourself to my experiences no no (laughs) it doesn't turn out well for me it does not so anyways I did end up introducing formula around two and a half three months um it was a game changer because one of the other things that I was really having a hard time with was feeling trapped like yeah when you're the mom and you're breastfeeding it's like I am the only one who can feed our child like I am the one that is tied down to this I am the one that is waking up to do the night all of the responsibility on you yes and I also felt like this just sense of like well shoot I can't even leave the house like if we want to go out on a date you have to do like the whole time thing you're like yes at this time and then we leave by this time and right by the time they need to and then I'm gonna need to pump it's like, exactly it's so or i'm math. gonna bring the pump in the car and we'll just do it on the way back it's and a just, lot of it's a lot of time math that you gotta play it is yeah. and so i just felt a lot of stress and anxiety around that and just a lot of honestly a lot of resentfulness that i was like i'm the only one that's doing anything like my husband couldn't feed our son like no. if i pumped yes but like yes i was like i am doing everything and yeah because you're the one pumping And then if he's feeding them, you're the one cleaning. Exactly. So it was just, once we switched to formula, it was like, I'm not the only one who has to do this anymore. Like, I can easily be like, it is two and a half scoops of formula and this much water and you warm it up for this long and you can feed them. And my husband, husband could do it. My mom could do it. My dad could do it. Like... Anyone who wanted to feed our baby could now feed our baby. Yeah, it was not just you. Right. So that was huge. My anxiety level went way down because of that. Um, And it just, honestly, stuff went a lot better. We started to get on a routine and it started going going a lot smoother than it had the first couple months. That's all you need. That's all you want. (laughs) So what about you? How was the first three months or so after bringing little bubby home so after that two two and a half week mark like it was like a flip yeah like in a good way painful yeah oh it was like so weird it was like Mm -hmm. one day it was and then one day it wasn't and i was like i made it (laughs) and that was the 14 days (laughs) i did it so after that we kind of fell into a rhythm where it was like you know when i had a letdown i did experience those very positive feelings Mm -hmm. of like love and affection and look at my baby and like your body responded how it was supposed to (laughs) okay it responded in a typical fashion yes okay um it made me feel very connected to my son like when we would go weigh him I was like I did that like I (laughs) did that I felt like that was like at the doctor's I'd be like let's see how much he gained (laughs) so we like fell into a rhythm with it um I had a pretty enjoyable first three months. I'm like trying to, it was so long ago. I'm trying to remember. Um, but the math, that part I totally forgot about is like, yeah. Like if you want to like go out anywhere, you have to be like, okay. So like, because even if you don't have the baby to keep your supply up, 
for those of you who don't know, you have to still pump when they would eat. Mm-hmm. Yep. Or else your body's gonna be like, oh, we're done here. Yep. And you're gonna your supply is gonna drop. And like that might be my most anxiety inducing was my supply mm-hmm. while pumping. Because like when you pump, you get the majority out, but the pump is never effect- as effective as your baby is mm-hmm. at getting milk out of your body. So like you're never gonna get as much as they get. Mm-hmm. So that was always my thing is like, like, is my supply going to drop? So when we would go out, I would have to like bring the pump, bring all the supplies. And like, it's a lot like this pregnancy. I'm going back and forth between like using, you know, old tried and true spectra who worked bomb for me last time mm-hmm. or investing in like a willow, a willow. or an LV mm-hmm. just because it's so much less mm-hmm. stuff and like just the stuff because like i had a huge you saw what you knew what my pump bag yeah. looked like it was a huge bag that had my pump in it my tubes in it like all of my there's supplies so many in parts it, the bottles you have to use mm-hmm. they're cooler to keep the milk so like anytime we went out we would have to bring that so that was like an inconvenience mm-hmm. but honestly like we aren't we weren't really going out anywhere mm-hmm. really those first three months sometimes date but like we would go to dinner we would walk to dinner and walk back and by the time we walked back i was feeding him mm-hmm. i though did not feed him public i thought i was gonna be like a mom who was like yeah i'm totally comfortable with it i tried to latch him one time in that first three months and i got so much anxiety because i was like everyone is staring at me mm-hmm. everyone's like everyone's thinking what i'm doing is inappropriate and i got so i just like ended up not feeding him i was just like he wouldn't latch mm-hmm. because Probably he, he could, could feel, feel he could feel yeah. how nervous I was. Yep. So that meant when we went out, I would always have to bring the pump just because mm-hmm. I was never comfortable with it. Now with this kid, I might be like, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Like I don't care um, because I'm now more comfortable with setting a baby up to breastfeed. That, That's like, part of the like anxiety around it is like setting like, them up. Yeah. You're just like, yep. how do I, but now that I like, you know, now that I did it with one kid, I'm like, okay, I kind of know like, boom this is what you got to do mm-hmm. no one's gonna see anything they're mm-hmm. not even gonna notice i do i'm gonna do it so fast so I, I didn't really like feeding in person so i would always have to bring the pump around so that was an inconvenience um we didn't give him his first bottle because i was like so conf- so worried about nipple confusion <laughs> um which is so silly and i will if you here's the thing if you're a person who you're like no nipple confusion is real i believe you nipple confusion was not real for my son he took a binky and he knew the difference between a binky and mom. And he did not care between a bottle and mom. He was just like, both give me milky. I don't care. And I think that depends on the kid. I too. think it does too. You I know? think it's preference. Because I mean, my son was the same way. Like he didn't, I mean, he got more out of a bottle, but it, I wouldn't say giving him a bottle kept him from yeah eating from And me. I know like some babies, like we have a friend son who... If she was in the room, he would not take the bottle mm-hmm. because he was like, whoa, 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 whoa. I want whoa. the real thing. Where's mom? <laughs> I see her. But so we gave him his first bottle like three, four weeks. Like we waited a little bit. Mm-hmm. I have to go back and look at the pictures because, you know, of course. That's I, like, a decent amount of time, though. Yeah. That it was just like, yo, girl. Yep. Doing it. Um, Once that happened, my husband was just like so excited because he felt horrible that I was doing all the work. He he really did. He was always just like, I wish I could help. Like, I wish I could do something. And so, you know, those nighttime feedings, he would always get him up, get him changed, get him ready for me. Mm-hmm. And then that way I could get like myself situated mm-hmm. and like wake up a little bit to feed him. So he did help with nighttime feedings. But 
once he gave him a bottle, he would always go daddy's packing. And he would get like really excited at first to give him a bottle because he never got to experience that Mm -hmm. with him. Whereas like I always got that very bonding moment. So then my husband found it with a bottle, very bonding for them. So then we ended up doing, because my son had like a strong witching hour. Strong. (laughs) And it was literally just because like, at the beginning of the day. Explain what that is real quick. Oh, what that means. Hours? Yes. Oh, you mean the time in the night that your child is inconsolable for no reason? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It, yep. the, his was like, oh, and it's not just an hour. It's called the witching hour. I believe my son's was from 8 to 11. Oh, how lovely. <laughs> like every night when he was really <laughs> little. Um, But we figured out what was causing it was that because like when you are breastfeeding, your supply is super high in the morning because that hormone hits really early in the morning. So mm-hmm. like you wake up and you are like, gosh, I forgot about that full and like you need to feed that baby. Um, and that's like when your milk, like that's when you're producing like the most ounces you will in a day. But as the day goes on, your body gets tired. It gets like, you know, tired, lazy, the hormone starts to wear off. So by mm-hmm. the end of the day, your last feeding, you're making like barely enough. So, we figured out his witching hour was really due to the fact that like I was just not making enough mm-hmm. for him in that last uh, in that but last he would get feeding. Hungry before and he bed. was hungry. Yeah. So when we figured that out, or like when we started giving a bottle at night mm-hmm. with just like a little too much milky in it, uh-huh. and then all of a sudden that witching hour went away. So he was just hungry. He was still just yeah. hungry at night. So we gave him that bottle at night. I would pump. It was always like if he needed five ounces, I was always pumping like three out, mm-hmm. which I was like, okay, yeah, not enough. Yeah. Um, and then we would use that the next day. But so my husband would always give him his last night time, which was a nice time for me that I could like sit and like play on Instagram for like 10 minutes. Just not be mom for a second. <laughs> I mean, I was still like, no, I was more like a cow in that moment. <laughs> But yeah, but it was but not a very it was relaxed nice. cow. It was it was a nice like last like nighttime thing for me. So that was like those were like my first three months. Um, after the first three months, the next, the following year for me mm-hmm. looked pretty much the same. Mm-hmm. I really liked nursing. I gave myself after those first two and a half weeks were up. I was like, okay, my soft goal is six months. Let's see. If I make it to six months and we'll reevaluate mm-hmm. at six months, I was like, I'm not ready to be done yet. And that was like a me thing. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not ready to be done yet. I really like this, which was very unexpected because I was the girl who was always like, I sustained them for right. nine months in me. I'm not right. doing that. And then here I am being like, I really like it. <laughs> Actually. <laughs> Actually, I take it back. I really like it. Forget those things I said. Um, So and then we ended up stopping right after a year because at a year I was like okay I think it's time Mm -hmm. he was getting bigger and less interested also like I don't know I kind of like felt weird because he was getting bigger Mm -hmm. and becoming more of like a little human and not like a baby Mm -hmm. like more of a toddler so I was like okay um but like my experience between that was I was full-time nursing when I was with him Mm -hmm. and then I was exclusively pumping when I was not with him. So right. I had I had both of the breastfeeding worlds. Mm-hmm. I was nursing whenever he was in my presence and I was exclusively pumping. Nursing I loved. I did. It was like very bonding to me. Exclusively pumping was 
I'm not going to say nightmarish because it really could have been way worse. It was just like very annoying Mm -hmm. because my work setup was not great. You lived that with me. Mm -hmm. I had to pump in my classroom and I had to lock the door and people would try to break in all the time. Which not break in to like see you. But like they would just like. Kids need to get stuff from the room or someone needs to. And it's like in a school, if like a teacher's door is closed, that's not like a sign of like, oh, I need to come back. It's like, oh, their door door. is closed. Maybe I can find a key. (laughs) I'd eventually, I'd eventually put a sign on my door that said, shh, come back later. Mama's working. (laughs) So, and like, even the kids started to pick up like, oh, she's bummed. (laughs) Because one, because one girl one time, I think had to try to come in and came back to the room and told the sub, like, I can't go in the, and the sub was like, why? And she's like, um, so she's still like, feeding her baby <laughs> so like they, they kids i could have literally put like pumping but you know to make it tasteful i was like shh mama's right. working come right. back later because people would just try to come in mm-hmm. all the time and they try to unlock the door i'm like there's a reason why there the were door is locked multiple times that i would get up and run from my desk and be like you can't go in there right now <laughs> so pumping at work wasn't great i made it work though yeah I really did my best. I was always able to produce like enough for the next day. I mm-hmm. did have somewhat of a freezer supply where like anything extra I would freeze, but mm-hmm. I was always able to produce enough to feed him in bottles the next day for mm-hmm. daycare. Um, Which I mean, honestly, like even though the setup wasn't ideal in comparison to I feel like a lot of women like having an entire classroom like that's better than yeah, a little than a closet. closet. <laughs> like, you know, that's that's an I could still get work done because I had a hands-free situation mm-hmm. where I, I got, like, a ton of work done. You were productive I was super – I was productive in two Multiple ways. ways. <laughs> I was killing the game. So I didn't really like pumping. Pumping isn't something you love because you don't get the enjoyment of seeing your baby. Right. It's like – It's just I a chore of it. a cow, mm-hmm. and here I am being just Milked. sucked dry. <laughs> um it's just, and then you got to clean everything. Like we mm-hmm. said, there's just so many things. There's so And then like things. one day I forgot an essential component to my pump and literally I couldn't pump the whole day. And I was so uncomfortable yeah. by the end of the day. I like had to speed home and like pump immediately because I was so right. full and uncomfortable. And then you can risk like getting a clogged duct, which I did get. We went on a trip together for school. Yes. And I had to exclusively pump that whole weekend. Remember, I was so mad. You were in the, very in, upset. in the airport, I was like crying. Because yep. I was just like, don't talk to me. Because yep. like, I can't nurse my baby all weekend and I'm going to be glued to this stupid thing. Yep. And like I had to figure out how to pump at this professional development, yep. which they had a room. And I really appreciate them building they that into that room. building. They had a like that was a very door nice. with an outlet and comfortable chairs and a table. Like they had this in that school. Yes. They were like, we will have moms in here. This is where they can go. And I was like. Thank you. Yeah. This was a school that they brought in like people to visit all the time. Yes. Too. So I think and the fact that most teachers are women. Yes. I feel like this was a good investment. For it them. was the best. So I had to figure out how to pump them. But between the different sessions and one time one guy gave me kind of problems about it. and was like, well, why are you late? And I'm like, do you see this huge bag I'm hauling around? Like, this is not my <laughs> teacher bag. Like this is my pump bag. And then I ended up because pumps do not clean you out Mm -hmm. like a baby does and when your body is used to a baby cleaning Mm -hmm. you out 
I got clogged ducks. I remember I had to go to the shower one night and mm-hmm. I was just like, I, I've got to just like take a really nice hot shower and just like get these out. Cause if you leave those clogged duck, which it's like, it's the fat in the milk mm-hmm. that clogs those tubes. Mm-hmm. And if you leave it there, it can cause an infection. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I got to basically beat these out. <laughs> You do. It's like you got to like become like a meat tenderizer. <laughs> get out of my get body. Get out of my body. So that happened. I got those clogged dust. I was able to relieve it. But then at like randomly nine months, I got mastitis, which is that infection I was just telling you about. Randomly. That and is that, really weird. And it normally happens to moms early, early on. Right, when, when they don't still working on it. When they're still like when your supply. But You're like my supply was established. Mm-hmm. I was in a groove. I was with my son. And I got, I was not happy. I don't blame you. I was like, like we I, are past this point. I was like, I have done everything <laughs> right. We are past this point. So it resolved itself pretty quickly because I did re- go to a doctor, received antibiotics for, I like walked in and I was just like, I know this is what it is. And they mm-hmm. were like, yep. Okay. That's what it is. So they gave me those antibiotics. I did some of like those like old wives tales, sort of like tricks to help it out. It worked. So it resolved itself. I was just really, I was just really bitter about it because I was like, this, <laughs> this should happened. not be happening. This should not be happening. Um, but overall, I really like nursing. So around a year when I decided to wean, um, my body was showing me signs. Like I was just like, there was one feeding. It was like his, because at that point he was only eating three times a day off me. Mm-hmm. And one feeding his like afternoon lunch, we'll mm-hmm. call it. My body just like didn't have a letdown, and mm-hmm. he was like, and it, when he, they're older like that, it like nursing takes five minutes mm-hmm. total, both sides. Like you're in, you're Real out. Real quick, it's they're efficient. <laughs> they're like, I know how to do this. <laughs> they now. they know, and I mean, he was trying to get a letdown off of me for like ten minutes, and I was like, okay, my body just quit right. that one. Yeah. So I kind of, and he was getting less interested, and so I knew it was time. So. When I weaned, I weaned slowly. I tried to do it pretty naturally because I didn't want to get clogged up because I didn't want to get mastitis again. But what I did get was insomnia and high anxiety. So I, like, started not sleeping, and it really freaked me out. It was, like, a week where I just, like, would get maybe an hour Mm -hmm. just because, like, I could not. My mind would not shut off. So... My husband encouraged me to read out to my doctor, and I did. And so I told her, and she's like, you know, asking me, you know, what's going on in my life. And I told her, you know, I'm weaning. And she's like, you're weaning. And I was like, yeah. My husband had brought up, like, I think I saw something that, like, weaning can Mm -hmm. lead this. And I was like, okay, honey, you don't know what you're talking about because you're (laughs) a man. Um, And she was like, no, that's because of your hormones. She was like. Because when you're breastfeeding, you have a lot of those, like, happy hormones in your Mm -hmm. body because, like, love, bonding, affection. When you stop breastfeeding, they normalize. But dropping down to your normal level means less of them overall. Yep, which is going to take a minute to get used to. Yeah. So my body and some women's body. So if you're living this, I'm sorry, but I promise you it will get better. I promise you. You you there's insomnia mm-hmm. and then there's high anxiety and then they feed off one another because at nighttime you start to associate right night with anxiety and not sleeping and then you're anxious all night and you're trying to i mean i mean sleep deprivation just like ramps everything it's up. awful so my doctor ended up prescribing an anti-anxiety to me for a week 
and was just like because she was like do you want to do medic i was like i am willing to do anything at this point i mean i was like sobbing on mm-hmm. this like video call with her oh also we were in the middle of a pandemic that too you that know. too just <laughs> casual oh and i was also virtually teaching so just just casual things <laughs> so she she prescribed that i took it for a week and basically she was like so you can sleep yep so hopefully the anxiety will come down mm-hmm. and that way you can start sleeping on, on your, your own, own again yeah so i asked her point blank how long is this gonna last and she's like after this week you should feel better after a month you should feel more like yourself basically until my cycle started to regulate again mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. she was like so if in a month you don't feel better we need to you need to call back and we need to take care of it after a month i did feel better like after that week I felt oh my gosh when I was able to sleep mm-hmm. and then I was like okay you will sleep again cuz like well that's the fear right when so something I'll like never that sleep ha- exactly again. you like convince yourself like this is my new life this is my new normal <laughs> yeah so um this is going to be great though knowing for this time around cuz that's not something I was ever talked about before no. no one ever brought it up it was only with doing intense research that I find any sort of articles about it on the internet and only after talking to my doctor did she like yeah that can happen because of your hormones so i'm just i'm happy that now i know this Mm -hmm. for this next baby that like okay when i decide to wean i need to be ready to not sleep and guess what i will sleep again right and i think that'll help knowing like you're gonna experience insomnia for a little bit call your doctor immediately when it happens Let's get put like let's like figure it out and know that you're going to sleep again. Right. And I think I mean that I feel like that's relatable with a lot of experiences in life. Like the reason that little kids or like even teenagers get so hung up on whatever is that it's the first time they're experiencing yeah. it, right? And so they haven't been through it and they're not on the other side yet. It's like once you've been through something, you can look back on it and be like Oh, like it gets better. Yes. Like you get through it. It yes. is not forever. It's not forever. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So, but that was, so that was my first, that was my experience feeding my son. So I went a year and like I said, like a week or two after his mm-hmm. birth, cause I just couldn't let go. I was like, my baby <laughs> still. Um, and like I said, I took, I took weaning slow. Mm-hmm. Okay. But so how did the rest of your year go? So after we switched to formula, kind of like I said, um, it was so much smoother. It went so much better. I really felt like we got on a nice routine. My husband was able to help with the feedings and everything like that. Um, yeah, it, it honestly went great. I mean, it's no joke that formula is expensive. It is a pretty penny. We just stopped. Um, my son just switched to whole milk because he's a year old. I bet that was a nice little. It's I literally I told um, my husband I'm like it's like we're getting a little raise here mm-hmm. because it's so expensive. So, anyways, yeah, that I I really liked using formula. It just worked better for us. Um, there were times that I was like, man, like I wish I could still be nursing, but then like I would remember like, no, that was not good for you. <laughs> I was like, no, and you'd it be just like, wasn't. no, the formula is cool. For, formula is good for us. Um, but 
When you mentioned that you um, took a little while to like just slowly wean off of Mm -hmm. breastfeeding, when I made that decision, I remember talking to you about it because I was very back and forth for a while. And should I do this? Should I stick it out? Should I do this? And then there was one day I was just like, nope, I'm done. Like, I am not doing this anymore. I have decided. It is. And I like completely did I remember being so concerned for you I know for clogged ducts and mastitis and everything like that but I was like I can't do this anymore we're ending it as soon as possible I was done in a week which is really fast which is really fast when your baby's that little yeah and they're feeding like they're like feeding like seven to eight times a day yeah so I just I started cutting back feeding I remember being like Oh my gosh, she's so quick. I was like, she's going to get an infection. When you're like, yep, and I'm only pumped once today. And I was like, you only pumped once today? I know. I was like, Jackie. I, would. I don't know if that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm concerned. Like, my, I am hurting for you right now. I mean, I just, I honestly was like, and I didn't do it overnight. Like, it was, I did like progress. Like, every, but every day I was like, okay, we're dropping this feeding. Okay, yep. we're dropping this feeding. Like, yep. and it just like every day was a little bit more. And it was just so great after being completely done. However, so I didn't experience any insomnia. Um, I did experience some heightened anxiety for a little bit, but I'm sure as all of you have picked up by now, that's something I experience on a regular <laughs> basis anyways. Um, I'm sure some of it was hormone-induced, oh, but I'm sure. the thing that I did experience that wasn't great was I had migraines, which I had never experienced before, and I know that was hormonal-related, and I actually was getting migraines even when I was breastfeeding, probably like a month in, I started to get them. Yeah, I remember oh, that. they were miserable. I remember that. Yeah, that. Was, but again, I also think that was hormone related. Oh yeah, because because you I don't, had an infant, a newborn. Because you, you don't know? normally get migraines. I had never had one before. Um, before this, like this past year when I had my son was when I first started getting them. So had to have had something to do yeah, with that. It was hormones. Um. So the migraines hormones got. Are the worst. Oh, they are not great, but. It got the migraines got worse for probably about a month and then started to go away. They come and go now sometimes, but I mean, not nearly like what they were before. Um, And I honestly I'm kind of wondering if my experience coming off of breastfeeding wasn't as intense as yours because I hadn't done it as long. Yeah, my body was like really used to doing it for a year. It was like consistent. Yes. So I'm like, I feel like your body was just like. Maybe it was just like I got so used to those happy hormones Mm -hmm. like and I lived in that for so long that coming down to my normal level since it had been so long Mm -hmm. was such a jump. Yeah. Because now I'm fine. Right. Like. And to be fair, my body did not have those happy hormones. No. Remember, remember, (laughs) your body didn't respond positively like that. But mine did. Right. When I would have a letdown, I'd be like, I love you. Right. Right. You know, so like that is probably something else that happened is like. I was just like drugged up on these like happy, happy hormones. Exactly. And that, you know, that was what. So it takes a little bit longer to to come down. Come off of that. Yeah. Yeah. Literally. Yeah, literally. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So what would you say your main takeaway from this conversation would be breastfeeding versus formula? I would say don't get yourself all worked up over breastfeeding. You know, if it's a choice you want to do. Go for it. 
you do you boo boo if it's like (laughs) if it's like you are listening to this conversation and you're like pregnant and you're like I yeah no that's not for me amazing you know some people love it some people don't some people go into it thinking they're gonna hate it me and come out loving it some people go in thinking that this is just what I'm gonna do yep you and being like nope it's not it's not what I'm gonna do just you know if you want to go for it go for it if you don't don't and remember fed is best mm-hmm. not breast is best not for fed is best that does it however you are getting nutrition into your baby that is the best a fed so, baby is a happy baby yeah so whatever makes you happy you should go with whatever feels right for your family you should go with how about you what's your takeaway i would say very similar to that um definitely what's best for mom is what's best for family like I know that our family did a complete 180 when we switched to formula just because my like mindset and my mental health was just in a completely better place like before when I was really struggling with all of it like my husband felt it like I know our son felt it like it was just very like heavy you know like moms really do like I know dads tie down the house too but like moms and especially with newborns like if they're not doing well baby's no one's not doing, doing well. well like no yeah no one in the house no one is, is doing well so definitely focusing on like whatever is best for you as a mom is going to be what's best for your family yeah and very much like what you said it's not necessarily breast is best it is fed is best and a fed baby is a happy baby and yeah and that's what you need it's what you want (laughs) it's a happy baby baby. (laughs) all right well thank you all for joining us today until next week remember to be kind to yourself have grace with others and embrace the gray bye